Um, have you ever been victimized by new age spirituality? We've been, we've been waiting for you. We've been waiting. You're going to want to listen up. I'm Megan, an intuitive life coach and Reiki master. I'm Ryan, a professional astrologer, and we want to show you what spirituality is by talking about what it is not. Con artist. Yes. Snake oil salesman. There are so many susceptible people out there. And then they're tainted. They're ruined. They don't want to come back to spirituality. We still have a lot to learn, and we will humble ourselves and learn, I think, every freaking day. This is Claire Annoyance. A podcast of spiritual interference. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Hello. Annoyance. Um, Megan, what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> God, I can't watch them anymore. Oh. I don't like I yeah, I mean they literally they cre- creep me out. When I saw um Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was 18, the one with oh. Jessica Beale, not even the good one. Oh. I had a shower with the like the shower. I'm such a wimp. I'm gonna scream this whole episode. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, the whole time it'll just be me screaming. I had a shower with the whole the curtain open for a week. But what I lived in a studio apartment. I'd be dead if he was there, you know? Oh. What about you? Um, like most recently, I saw the empty man. I mean, this wasn't even that recent, but that's probably the my favorite one in recent memory. The ring, my favorite scary movie. Oh. I love the ring. And <laughs> every oh my god, I love it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how I'm gonna listen to our next guest stories. I mean, I've got such like respect for it because I'd be screaming, I'd be scaring everybody. <laughs> I know this is like one of the most fearless people we've ever had on. I'm so excited because this is going to be spooky time episodes. Um, and you're going to love who we have. So welcome Karen Montowski of Paranormal Karen, the podcast, tarot reader, comedian, ghost hunter, everything, <laughs> all things paranormal. This is your go-to person. And I'm so excited for people to meet her. Um, Karen, will you please explain a little bit about yourself and what you do? (laughs) Sure. And I want to say, I just, uh, Megan, I just met you and I adore you and Ryan, I just love you. And for those that don't know, I have Ryan on every six months. The first time I met him and he did my podcast, I was like every six months, every six months. So I'll be driving him crazy. I love it. I quit. Um, So I am, I guess I'm sort of everything unconventional. Um, I was, I started making my living as a stand-up comedian. And then I got into, I was always into tarot. And then, and I just always took my cards on the road with me and I was always studying them. And I, and I was a paranormal investigator. I started all that. So when I would go on the road, I would find the most haunted places and I would go and check them out. Um, (laughs) Yes. Like hotel. I was like, sign me up. Where is like, where is you know, like there's this. I don't want the Marriott. I want the scariest place I can find. Put me on the Western, (laughs) ma'am. Well, you know, at some point, because all theaters and comedy clubs are haunted anyways, but I remember this one club and it's closed now. Thank God. It was in Akron, Ohio. And it was a church at one point and you would stay down, you'd have the comedy club and you'd go down the stairs and you'd like the comics would stay in the cellar. And there was also, I think they used to lock us in. Like there was a glass. It was so weird. Oh, that's Uh, safe. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There (laughs) there was the first, I went to bed the first night and the, in the bed, a head pressed, the pillow pressed as though a second 
person came into the bed with me. Like the pillow made a noise like, and it just went down like someone else is in with you. And then I could hear something come through the wall. So yeah, I've been in some, now I don't like that. Before then I was like, everything is exciting. And now I'm just kind of like, I think I just want to sleep. So I don't know. Yeah, that's a snuggle party. Ghost yeah. snuggle party. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, how do you even define what paranormal means? What is that? Well, you know, that's a very interesting question because paranormal is actually no longer it, 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 paranormal been outside the norm. I don't think it's outside the norm anymore. I think we're mm. actually kind of normal people mm. having intuition and feelings and stuff like that. So I would guess it was, in, I would say it was anything sort of unexplainable or um, just anything outside the norm, you know? Um, mm. I think that kind of covers it. And there's so many things we know now that I guess make, like I've always said, physics and metaphysics are about to crash. They're about to come together and be the same thing. And I kind of feel like that about the paranormal. It's becoming so just, it is. Mainstream. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. such a uh, deep yet very simple though. Like people call me for reading sometimes and they're like done it a half an hour. Like, oh my God, I don't, <laughs> you just talk so fast. That's the way it goes. How did you marry comedy and you're paranormal and all because it. it's not like you don't do just one thing you do tarot you know like investing i mean your laundry list is, is x y and z so how did these two come together well part of it is just it's me so it's what i do you know what i mean like there's no there isn't really any separating them but i remember and this is so funny because when you think back at things you did sometimes you're like wait a minute i did that out of order because I, I, I think it was like, maybe it's been 10 or 15 years that I've been doing tarot as a business. I was doing too many weeks on the road. It was grinding. So I said, I'll see if I can start a side gig. And then it exploded. So I have two full-time jobs instead of getting some time off. But um, I, when I was sort of new, I brought the cards on stage, which you would think if you were reading in front of a group, you'd be more afraid. But I was actually like so comfortable with audiences because of comedy. So I started a show called Psychic Stand-Up, which uh, I put it in little theaters and do it for paranormal stuff. That is my favorite thing in the world because it's it's like your, your mind is doing the reading, but also that improv is on. And that's that I feel like is both challenging and exciting. And um, my friend Lamont, I love it when my friend Lamont can host but he sometimes I get like there needs to be more laughter and he's like no people are just so intrigued don't just you know there's to be more laughter like yeah no, they're yes. mesmerized he's he's like the time for the laughter and the time let them just go so uh, but that's I guess it was just always it all is all me it's never separate I love it and everybody really please go we'll put Karen's info in the show notes and and plug it at the end but um her podcast please is go follow her. her podcast so, is amazing like, detail oriented I've yes. learned so much and you have to like <laughs> keep tabs on her comedy shows if she is coming to a city near you or even if she's not you need to go travel and see her because I've seen her a couple times now and the psychic tarot mix is to die for like it is have you been to so Charleston? unique Charleston, I live in Charleston, South Carolina, and it is so haunted. This is where the Civil I, War started. So I think you could have mm. a field day here if you haven't been here already. Oh, I would love it. The whole coast. I uh, and my Patreon, 
I do a separate, I do a podcast, you get two episodes. One is in bed with paranormal Karen because I tape it in bed and it's just like what I'm looking at. <laughs> the other one is what's going on in Utica because I, I had to move to Utica, New York to take care of my folks. The history here, this whole East Coast, you cannot throw a rock without hitting a ghost or a spirit or something. <laughs> and it's, I did not even realize how darkly haunted Utica is. So it's like every week is a different episode. I talk to people, their houses haunt. People tell me ghost stories all the time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a spirit. You know what? People out here have stuff in their house that I am like, oh my God, why haven't you moved? Like, <laughs> really, I lived here all my life and there's a thing with red eyes in the closet. Yeah, that's me. Nope. Nate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Burning it down. No. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> red eyes. How do you sleep? Is that your buddy now? Like, come on. You know, like, yes. can you even be buddies? Like, I need, I need to know. If I'm asking that question, how can you sleep? It's bad. Because uh -huh. I can sleep too. If I'm asking, it's bad. So <laughs> I was raised Catholic. I'm not Catholic anymore, but like, or not a practicing Catholic at all. But like, so the deep fear that is instilled, because like, yo, know, priest went and did the exorcism, you know, like, and we're going to get to that. But like, so if you're like, why is this child, why is this child screaming? That's like, look, I just remember that was a subconscious slip. That, this is why this child is screaming. Because yeah. it was like, you know, what I do now for a living would be considered witchcraft, obviously. But it it's just, it was so like, no, no, you don't go messing. You don't go looking. You don't go messing. And not only are you looking and messing, you know, <laughs> you're chatting. <laughs> you know, like, so what's the craziest, like, what, what what's your definition of crazy? I mean, you have to have just a bazillion different experiences going on here. I mean, it's just probably cataloged at this point. Yes, there's so many. Um, and also what you were saying is the, the real, the most true statement is once you start looking into the paranormal, it starts looking into you. There, there <laughs> are certain, like, uh, and you know, that that like don't look at anything there's actually rules and boundaries that uh, that we can talk about later that are um yeah there is some there people protocol yes there is some protocol um but um you know the last thing that really shocked me really like i went whoa back up um i did a uh, my friend ryan singer made a documentary in a place in ohio called uh, Middletown School. And this was beyond haunted, beyond like, it was almost unidentifiable. And it was one of those, I don't know if it was on a ley line or it, one of, it was one of those places like Utica where you have a war and then there was murder and then they, you know, just the history is one thing on top of the other. So that you got, you can kind of say the land is cursed, but it's not quite cursed. So I had a little dog then and his name was Courage and my best friend is an animal communicator. And so we brought courage. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he passed away now. He was 18. But he, um, so we are bringing him, I bring him in the room and the animal communicator is on the phone and she knows nothing. And this is a real middle school. And she, so she starts describing courage is showing this. You're not supposed to go in here. This is happening here. Um, and they were blown away because he like described the basement. He said, there's a cement wall that's not done for some reason in the middle of it. It says, he says, it's like, there's a cafeteria that has old McDonald's stuff in it. All this stuff to the detail. And everybody's mind was like, oh my God, that was great. So then later on that night, 
there's a thing called a shack hack, which goes, if you see it on the ghost shows, there's like, it's a radio that goes and they, uh, little, you hear that it just doesn't stop scanning. And the idea behind that piece of equipment is that spirits can ride on the white noise and they can talk. They can, we can hear their voice. They don't have a, a voice box. So they have to, their vibrations have to ride on something. And you'll see it on a lot of shows and it's very unclear, but if you're into it and you get it, it's a great piece of equipment. Well, this person we're ghost hunting with, this is later that night, has done this amazing where he's taken out the white noise. He has the radio words somehow going backwards. So if a voice comes through, it's the only one that sounds like it's going correct. It is unbelievably clear. And then with his guitar equipment, he's put a reverb on it. So what happens is as it goes past, the, there's silence and as it goes past the radio stations, it's inaudible, number one. And then when a spirit says something, like if it said, hi, Karen, which it did, it goes like this. Hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. So if you haven't heard it the first time, you get it three times. This piece of equipment in this haunted location was amazing. Amazing. So I am taping, taping, taping on the plane ride home. I'm listening to these clips and they're unbelievable. You're hearing words you didn't hear. You're hearing all this stuff. So I text the animal communicator and I go, hey, this is fabulous. I go, you want to hear a clip, right? I have about 50 clips. She goes, yeah. I pick one because it's short and I text it to her. And then she texts me back and she says, I can't move. And I said, why? And the clip I randomly sent her has the voice of her grandson who calls her Gammy. The voice goes, Gammy. Gammy, Gammy, Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. And her name is Sonia. What? And I, that was of all, it was almost like, I don't, I think that thing put that in there later or something uh -huh. because she wasn't okay, there. So you don't think it was him? I was like, can they travel? Like what's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can affect EVPs later. They can take them off and they can put them on. I picked the one tape out of like 50 or 70. I think I had 80, whatever I had. But it was like that thing in the school going, we know you. We know you. And I went back. I said, I'm never going back. And then, of course, I went back. <laughs> never and going back, but I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and this person turned on his shack hack. And the first thing that came through was, hi, Karen. Mm-mm. We're not on a first name basis. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. And <laughs> you literally recorded a podcast episode during this. I listened to the I whole did. thing. I, as you were telling the story, I was like, wait, no, I know this. I know this. And there's, you can literally go, please go to Karen's podcast, yeah. Paranormal Karen. You have to. And go find this episode. It was a well done, like suspenseful episode. I remember it was like a longer one. And I was like, oh my God, she's building it up to something. And was, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> When you leave a place, you are supposed to leave and say out loud, thank you very much, No, and be respectful the whole time you're there. Say, thank you very much, no one needs to follow me home, I'm all done. Um, and usually with human spirits, that's not a problem. But like, I tend to move into haunted places, like even the place I'm in now. Um, there was a ton of activity when I moved in. There was pictures flying off the wall, weird stuff happening. What was and his I could name? Augustus? I just listened to this. That's like, right. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yes. Augustus was, was hanging out. Yes. 
Well, now it's uh, almost, it almost flipped. This is the weird, weird thing, but this is how my life is. So someone sent me a chocolate bar and didn't tell me it had mushrooms in it. So one day I had, I ate like half of it and we're halfway through a reading. I'm like, oh boy. What's, <laughs> I, you, did a, you did a hero dose accidentally. You were going to meet, you were going to meet your maker. <laughs> she said, I'm about to be a ghost. <laughs> yes. And um, so it clearly. First of all, what kind of friend is that? Who needs a ghost when you That's got a good friends? friend. That's a when good friend. I mean, like, what, you know, what if she had like a big meeting? Well, that we'll just say that type of thing. It's not an uncommon occurrence in my home to have that. So she just thought, oh, she was like, I forgot to tell you. And, um, and it was interesting because right the week before that, I had done a ceremony out in the front yard where I just did an offering to the Native Americans. And I was like, listen, I know how bad it was. And I'm a white person, but please know that I respect you. And um then when the mushrooms hit, there were three Native American women standing next to my bed and they were like, you're going to be okay. Mm. And, and they, they actually popped back when I had COVID, but I kind of felt like there was all of a sudden this, it's okay. And now that not only is the house unbelievably quiet, but now I feel like the house is protecting me. Oh. Like it went from trying to be like, Ooh, what's this to, okay, you're good. I like so that. It's always so respect is, I mean, respect is obviously key everywhere, but it sounds like respect is like super important going into that arena. Yes, always. But it's like anything, you, you're not going to walk into a bar and start yelling. <laughs> Paranormal investigators do that. And that's, you know, the, Ghost Adventures is a great show, but they got themselves in some trouble. And mm. And Bobby Mackey's, uh, you know, you get yourself that kind of trouble, like checks and balances, like who? Okay, okay, okay. All right, everyone, if you have issues, <laughs> contact Karen. I work with, um, I work with someone that is, that we do help people that have, or if I can't help you, I have a library of people that can. If for any reason I can't help you get something out of your house, I can send you in the right direction. Sometimes someone has an attachment or something and they don't realize they're attached to the attachment. So when you get it away, they call it back. It's all a lot of stuff. Bad news. That's the bad news for that guy. <laughs> it's so fascinating. And I want to talk about that list of people that you've got uh, that you work with. Uh. It's wild. But before we do that, can you kind of break down different entities? I kind of don't even know what to call it in an overarching umbrella sense but like spirits ghosts demons oh my like what what are you working with what is there what do you not touch like <laughs> certainly so uh that there's sort of our side which is the good side which everybody has guides and i believe everyone has angels and that's sort of your little group and then you can go even above that i feel like i try to communicate with the archangels sometimes and in, in my i guess we call them downloads but i mm -hmm. do automatic writing and it's always um information that I know is not from me. Very interesting. I try to put that on my in bed with Karen thing. And then there's what would be called the paranormal world. And there's human ghosts, which are usually very simple. Um, human ghosts can't really move anything much heavier than one to two pounds. So if keys are disappearing or uh, there's a little bit of noise or you have a feeling there, that's usually very just I, the first point. If you think you have that, just ignore it. 
um, because it could get louder. It could uh, be something that really needs attention. Then you can call somebody like me and there are certain ways you can get rid of them. They're very simple, which is like lavender or certain types of incense and different incense kind of have to do with different entities, that kind of thing. You know, if you have a gin, you want to use anise. Usually lavender just calms a house down. Lavender and frankincense mm. is almost always just easy. Go ahead. People overuse sage. Um, if you think it's negative, you want to use something called Palo Santo. So the human ghosts usually no trouble. Send me an email. We'll get you started in the right direction. The key is consistency to do it. I always burning incense in my house. Then kind of what, and I don't know, they're probably not on this level, but this is the way I see them, is then you kind of have your elemental spirits who are, um, you know, they're kind of environmentalists, you know, um, they're sort of watching out. You usually don't have trouble with an elemental except once like I had a sink that would drip whenever I wasn't there. And the guy kept coming back and he was like, um, or this, I'm sorry, that's a different, let me tell that story when I get to bed. <laughs> Oh. Um, elementals you will have more trouble with if you disturb land or water. As I said, they got to be probably pretty pissed right now. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, I have a friend that sees them and she says they call us the blade people. They don't understand why we're cutting grass and cutting things down all the time. But they usually aren't a big problem unless you have like a water pipe uh, off or uh, you're digging up your yard or you're paving something. Um, and then kind of what I don't, I don't, they're kind of on the same level, but not quite are fae, which are fairies. And this is a, there is, you can get the encyclopedia of fairies and it's huge. It's, there are so many different types there's so many different you know some are good some are bad um but the thing people need to remember with all of these is um a lot of practitioners will use fey or have them be a familiar or um i don't do that um i'm not uh, it's just not my thing um and also they have a different sense of um uh, i want to say conscience so in other words, uh, I'm actually taping a special about how we did a fairy spell. We did a trade-off with a fairy and then the fairy stuck around because they're not like, oh, that was an equal trade. They're like, all right, you gave me something. Now I want more. Now and I want if more. you say thank you, like I'm a polite person, you know, like so so like if they give you an offering and you say thank you, they're like, what's up, bud? <laughs> you know. Yeah. It depends too, because like they say, every apartment has a fairy. So oh, when you move in, <laughs> well, it's probably sometimes they're very helpful, and and they're um, sometimes you can leave and just like a uh, you can leave an offering for them. But once you get into exchange and spells, you really have to know what you're doing, and it's another um, you know it's uh, another thing that they are a little more mischievous they're a little more of a trickster so people can end up with a fae in their house and they don't know it or a fae kind of around them and they don't know it so they're a little different there people believe that fae have been spawned from jinn which jinn is sort of a middle eastern um i don't want to say demon it's a but they again have good and bad um, but not everyone agrees with that, that they came from Jin. But Jin would be a Middle Eastern type thing. I had a boyfriend who was in Afghanistan. And um, the story of the Jin out there is really wild. Then you kind of, I think that covers most. You could put aliens in there if you wanted. 
But then you kind of get to the top, which is demonic forces, which you are never going to run into that. Kind of really have to. Yes, because it's very different. And in fact, it's a weird thing because I get emails from a lot of people who want to be on my podcast who are like, oh, I'm, you know, getting rid of demons left and right. I think it's funny. And I talk to them and I'm like, if your house is to that level or something's been conjured into your house at that level, you need help from other people. You, It's not, oh, it was funny. And then we lit a candle and they went away. No. What do you think? Because I'm such a like big mythology person. I, I never hear people being like, oh, I'm working with Zeus. You know, like what about these like ancient. <laughs> That's a good point. Big yeah. guys <laughs> that like nobody's talking about them. <laughs> like what? Right. Now you're going to get people are going to be like, oh, yeah, me and Zeus. We are. I know, <laughs> like, like me and Aphrodite are like talking. Like, like what is that? Where did the gods go? <laughs> well, I do have some friends that do that, um, that talk about, um, but they work with like a lot of uh, female uh, witches are working with Hecate uh-huh. or um, uh, Odin. Or some of them are. Odin's gotten really popular. Yeah. You see, yes. like, you know, even like the, the basic of white man. Yes. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> like calling on Odin now. It's like, all right, but. When I started in the paranormal, I found these guys online that were doing an online show and they were in LA. And I said, hey, would you like a comedian to come in? And they were like, yeah. So we had coffee. And that was the first time I met my mentor. Uh, Tommy, who you always hear me reference on the on the thing, because he was working. Uh, he is almost a demonologist. He doesn't have the exact credentials, but we can call him that because he's worked in that field forever, and he works for the top. And the you know, so everything uh, he taught me caution on everything. So when I will say to him, you know, these women are talking about working with Hecate. He's like, you need to read four books at least on her and what you're getting into before, if you're going to do that, which isn't my, I would, I would rather keep it simple, but real witches that know that stuff or who to call in that's um, yeah, that I'm, I stay a little bit away from witchcraft just cause um, I might do, of course I do tarot and I might do manifestation and candles and stuff, but actual really organized, which I think a really good witch is usually very organized. Um, that's the thing about it. There's so much to learn. Uh, but I just, I kind of keep it simple for me. I think that's a good idea. And I think like, like you said, the consistency yeah. in these practices is so important. And I think so many of these like baby witches out there, <laughs> it's like, it's dangerous. When, it, yeah. I get worried when I see yeah. them, I'm like, you don't They're even like, know. And it's like on an as needed basis, rather than consistency, showing that dedicated work. I mean, that's something that, you know, traditional Christians can understand. Don't just pray to God when you need him, you know, like you need to be consistently in that relationship. Do the work. Yeah. And also, um, and this is the thing, like even I have made some big mistakes and Tommy is always a little bit like, well, that's how you learn. And I'm always here if you need me. Um, So everybody's going to make mistakes, but you learn as you go on. There is this, and I have friends that I, I contradict. They think, oh no, you're human, or but you're made of God, so you can take on a demon, or da da da. And it's like, no, there's a, you. There are certain things you want to be afraid of and stay away from, and not, you know. I have been in that situation, and this is one thing I preach over and over and over on my podcast. Is I did by not following protocol that Tommy gave. I went rogue because it was a friend, and of course, when you get to the, um. 
I knew I had that feeling. And then when I got to the place, she came out and she goes, oh, here's something I forgot to tell you. And that's always the worst story, the one you should have heard in the first. They always go, oh, I forgot to tell you. you go, ah, that's the one that you should have told me. So I was more prepared. But we we came into the real presence of something demonic and I could feel it and I knew it. And I watched my partner get up and walk around like she didn't know where she was. And I was like, okay, this isn't good. She's been, you know, influenced or whatever. And I sat down and all I could hear in my voice was my original tarot teacher. They want to take your mind. And over and over in my head, I kept saying, my name is Karen Rontowski and I know who I am. My name is Karen Rontowski and I know who I am over and over and over. And I was the only person that got out of that without any problems. And I tell people that when you're really afraid, you're not going to conquer this thing. You're not going to uh, you want to get out with your mind. That is fantastic advice. Mm-hmm. Fantastic advice. Cause so many people go into energy healing or you know, what, I mean, it's all very similar, but you know, like even a, a Christian call anything, you know, like that is that piece of advice that transcends anything spiritual, anything religious, anything paranormal. I mean, yeah. that is such a good piece of advice. Well, I I feel like I'm putting together, I, you know, when I put together my tarot class, I was like, I know this inside and out. I waited for it. But I feel like I'm being pushed to put together an authenticity class. And, and I don't know why. And I, mm. I don't even know. I know why. Because we need it. Because, you yeah. know, like, because we need it. Because so many people, there's a lack of respect. There's a lack. There's too much information available. And any dickhead can get on the internet and be like, oh, I'm an authority on this. And, yes. you know, there, where is, where are the credentials? What are the credentials? Often many of us have to operate in this gray area. So I think that's, it's needed. That's why. And that's the beauty of this space is we're all operating from our own unique perspective. So we're all Uh going to be developing our own relationship with whatever it is we're getting into and maintaining that sense of self is so important. The authenticity is key. I think that's such a good idea. And right now it's, with cancel culture and everything and what you're supposed to think and what you're supposed to say. I think people are so, uh, it's so much that they, then when someone says, what do you want for lunch? They're like, I don't know. Cause the heart and the soul and the mind are all like, I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I'm around so, vegans. Can I have a chicken sandwich? <laughs> I'm, I'm around. <laughs> yeah. And, how do you, and, and even just saying, how do I feel about this situation? Cause sometimes then someone else comes in with an opinion. It's funny that you said that because I just thought, oh, that's what you put in the class right there. That piece of information of I know who I am. Just keep saying yes. it over and over. I think that I is mean, so that smart. Is, I've been, you know, like I've been a, a Reiki master and an intuitive for 10 years. That is one of the most, I mean, once again, simple, but profound. I mean, like, Good. so I'll be, I'll be sampling that and giving you credit. <laughs> whenever you're afraid, whenever you think something's around, I know who I am. Perfect. And the way it'll make whatever you do so much more potent. Like, I feel like kids mm-hmm. right now are going to be like, I need to do a money manifesting spell. And the first thing they're going to do is go <laughs> search money manifestation on TikTok and pull somebody else's stuff without checking in with themselves, thinking what's going to be right for me. You know, what do I really need right now versus what whatever worked for this random person living in Guatemala? I don't know. <laughs> Human 
spirits get stuck? Like, why is it some people are like, "Woo, I'm out of here. I'm going to my next level of consciousness or whatever that is. And then some people are like, no, nah, I'm here with my Civil War outfit. And this is where, you know, I'm walking on this parcel of land. Like how, where, how does that happen? Well, there's a lot of uh, reasons that it could happen. For example, if someone uh, is afraid, um, and also, um, sometimes I think it's a fragment, okay? Because wow. we do have residual hauntings and we do have conscious hauntings. But the other thing that's interesting is like my friend, uh, I interviewed for my podcast, she and everyone in her family ended up at one point talking to this soldiers under the bed. They had a father that was sort of half missing and he was in the military. So they'd go under the bed and talk to this soldier who couldn't get out. He just couldn't get out of there. Now, first thought is they have no time. We have time. So we're thinking, oh my God, this guy's been here for 200 years. Might be a half a second to him. He might even, if there's no time, he might've just been like, it happened so quickly. Yeah. Right. And also um, if people are um, too attached to something, or their, um, you know, revenge or anger or those lower frequencies that keep them down or sorrow. Um, but this is what's really interesting. You can even leave an imprint. You can be somewhere where someone was in this house over and over. They, they, you know, they like say I where I live now. Like I think there was a bunch of mob activity in my house, and I feel like I get these impulses to do bad things to myself. I think they tortured people in this house. And it also wouldn't surprise me that those imprints or those spirits might be here, but I also might find that person still alive. Like you can leave an imprint and still be alive. Ooh, um, that's yes. spooky. Yes, but wow. it really is fear. It might be not knowing you passed away. It might be um, like it. Some people like it here, but the best thing is when some that have passed over that can go back and forth. And I don't think that's for a very long time, but yeah, I think it's, um, you, you know, ghosts and all this stuff is a lower frequency. So they're really kind of, yeah. when you say stuck, it's a mental, it's a conscious, it's that's somewhere true. a conscious decision. And especially, you know, I don't believe that suicides go to hell at all or anything like no. that. I, I totally right. Sometimes it's yeah. part of the, yeah. Some people just, so glad oh. the dialogue around that is changing too. I mean, can you yeah. imagine what asshole came up with that? You know, right. like, hey, let's torture all the family members with this belief system. That's absolute nonsense. Right. And you know where else I feel like that comes from? And it's uh, horrible to say, but I think, you know, uh, the saying is God will never send you more than you can handle. That's not exactly true. Otherwise people wouldn't. <laughs> But sometimes you will get someone that commits suicide that will at that when they couldn't stop it, be like, oh, no, 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 no. And that one is more guilt staying back. Uh, but there are people and especially assisted suicide. If you're riddled with cancer, yeah. I could have stayed and been in pain for another month. In fact, a really interesting story is I had a friend and she was like the most one of the most strongest spirits I've ever known. And she had cancer. And she, um, she was tiny, tiny woman. And it was everywhere. It was in her brain. It was everywhere. And she called me and she said, I had a dream last night. My father came to get me. And I said, I'm not going. And he said, no, 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 it's time. And she kept saying, I'm not going. I'm not going. And she stayed. And I remember thinking she was supposed to pass then. She was really supposed to go. And she lived, I think, another two, three months. 
but it was just like awful awful awful. yeah yeah she wasn't making sense she was just laying there and but it's like her spirit was so strong it was like "Ah, i'm not going and then she she it was weird out of nowhere she got up in the middle of the night and woke up her husband and she's like i understand it all now and then she passed but the amount we do have a certain amount of say in it Whoa. I think you get like five or six exits and you can pass on this one. Someone in my exercise class today was just talking about their nephew. They thought he was never going to walk. They thought he was going to be a vegetable. They're like, he woke up yesterday and everything's fine. And I was like, I didn't say it, but I was like, oh, he had an exit and he passed on it. Oh, yeah. No, I feel that. Like my dad passed away from cancer like 10, 11 years ago now almost. I had moved across the country. And then I got this call, come home. The rest of my family was there, got to have the moment. And so I like come rushing home and get there like so late at night and got to be with him. He, you know, couldn't really recognize anything at the end. And he was like done trying to like take his oxygen mask off, you know, and I'd be like, put it back on dad. Like, don't, you know, no, don't. I believe he waited, you know what I mean? Until I could get there. I had a friend who uh, was, uh, her father was that sick and dying and she wouldn't leave his side except to come get a tarot reading from me. And she came to my house and in the middle of the reading, she got the text and passed. And I knew he was like, either was going to be too much for her or something. But also, you know, we worry about people dying alone. They're not alone at all. In fact, it's really interesting because they and I don't know if this is new, but I hadn't heard it until the last couple of years, which is there are all these animals, like people before they, they're like, well, there's a lion in here. And there's, an and I like to me, I always thought heaven was you can pet the lions that you, that's what happens. Well, you can walk around and hug the lion. <laughs> and so, oh yeah. So I think, uh, you know, I know that whenever I pass, my courage is going to be the first thing I see. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my no, God. my friend, I had a friend who uh, he got diagnosed on December 1st and he was dead 55 days later. And mm-hmm. so, but he fought it the whole time. But then at the end, when he accepted it, his all of his dogs came back and his uh, ex wife was like, and his new wife was like, but she was like, I told you because their pre or their pastor said that dogs didn't go to heaven. Once again, what the fuck? And so here comes, I think his name was Trouble or something. She was like, I told you that he went there. <laughs> and then, you know, away he went but he went in the middle of the night when everyone was sleeping he would not go i think that's so i mean that's such love too astrologically it's funny looking at like death i'm just never funny looking at it but like when somebody dies it's very common for their chart to just be you know flowing very smoothly like there's nothing wrong Mm. in it and then you look at the immediate people around them and there's conflict right everybody else is dealing with a big problem. Well, I think that's but... the best way to smooth, you know, sail into death with no con. So, you know, you don't get yourself yeah. stuck. That's very fun. Yeah. I always think uh, people worry. I don't worry about de- death or people dying. I think that might even be easier than here. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I bet it I is. mean, heaven and hell is here on earth. Yeah. So let's talk about a topic that'll have me screaming the entire time, which is, um, <laughs> is exorcisms, demons, you know, like, give us the scoop. I don't even know what question to ask. <laughs> you have a demonologist. <laughs> like, how does, how do you actually become a demonologist? Even? School? You... Like, you have a certificate? Is there a bachelor's degree here? Are like, you born with this like? power? Like... Well, my friend Tommy was, um, he was, well, first of all, this is my preface. 
for people getting uh, nervous, this is not, this is not going to, you know what I mean? This is so rare. That's yeah. refreshing too, like to know that right. it's so rare. Yes. And it's not, it probably, there's a, there could be a million things going on in your house. Don't jump to demon. If you have paranormal investigators come in and they jump to demon, no. Um, you know, like I said, we even have a questionnaire where, where you'd fill it out and you're not even sure what you're talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. With a lot of questions where we can see what's going on, where they can't, and we can usually assess what's going on, but don't ever jump to demon. And I will say this, you would know just by your body. If you were around that, like it feels like someone has turned on a radiation so that if you said to me, Karen, can you look at your 1 millionth 500 cell in your right hand and tell me about it. You'd be like, yeah, cause you're so um, radiated is the only word I can use. Wow. Um, yes. And, but it's not a feeling like anything else. In fact, right now, a lot of people that do this work are kind of on hiatus. Um, like Tommy says, we don't take any cases between October and January because in that time, the way the, um, if for some reason it just doesn't take, or it's mm. like, it's almost like they have a little bit of an advantage in that time or whatever. Um, but the guy that I work with from the very youngest age had some uh, literally spirits teaching him, or they would go, wow. this is, there's a body buried here. There's all kinds of, so he was so in tune. And wow. then he, um, I think he said one of his first experiences, his friend was doing it. He walked in and a face popped out of a wall, like the wall turned into a face or he has the craziest story. So he is one of the most educated from age 13. Like the, um, he knows dead languages. He can recognize the, he knows like he's so, wow. so smart. And I almost check everything through, through him. And I will go, okay, this is my assessment. What do you think? And he'll tell me if I'm right. But it was funny because he holds the information close as he should. This isn't to run around and do for everybody. But like the other a couple months ago, he was like, here's a book that you want to read. And he just kind of, and I'm reading it now. So um, yes, he keeps me there. But, um, you know, one of the really um, excellent people is John Zaffis. John Zaffis from Haunted Objects is like one of the most, get his books. His books are, will blow your mind. Um, but it is a study of everything. Um, whether it is, uh, it could be Bible study, it can be religious study. It, there's just so much to know and so much out there. For anyone that is interested in paranormal, there is a book um, by Dion Fortune and it's old and it's called Psychic Self-Defense. There's a couple that have been made since then, but it's DM Fortune. It's very old. This is, read this first. Read this before you do anything. Or there's another book by a guy named Christopher Penzak called Witch's Shield. That's what you want to do if you're, before you're getting into paranormal. But um, the other stuff, there's a, uh, 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 sorry, I got off topic there. Um, so that is sort of how you become. It's reading, reading, reading. There is only one woman that I would, if anyone wants to be an exorcist, and I will tell you, leave that up to um, clergy. There's a gentleman on TikTok, Bishop James Long. Watch him, follow him. Uh, he is, uh, I think he does a show every Saturday night or something, but I agree with just about everything he says. He's, you know, a priest, so he, he probably wouldn't like tarot, but yeah. just about everything he says. Um, don't use a Ouija board. Ouija boards are not a tool of the devil. They are just a tool. 
but they are why um, are they available to kids like that to, like what what are we trying to do yeah, there's something to that like, right that's that's yeah. fucked up <laughs> yeah. mattel it's, or whatever it's a, yes parker brothers it's a an incredibly low frequency so it's like leaving your door unlocked at night you might have somebody really nice stop by but you also you know <laughs> You might have a nice visitor who's coming to right. just check to see if your TVs are around at midnight, but right, <laughs> right. Um, but uh, the there's sort of usually um, what I it's such a complicated and huge topic, so I kind of want to keep it so people won't get too scared. But you can end up moving into a place where someone has conjured something and anchored it to the home. Okay, mm. that's uh, and and it also can go dormant. And these people live here for twenty years and nothing happens. And then someone else moves in, and aha! Like the story that I have is um, someone the the biggest one that I always refer back to is uh, these these women moved into this house or this apartment, and there was already a little bit of activity. And then they started doing something illegal. And uh, one of them had an awful lot of shame and guilt. And that frequency sort of, I feel like, started um, this thing. And then it got really bad. And nothing against any religion. Please study the religion you want. But she was very Catholic. I mean, like, her bringing Yeah, up we're born with guilt and shame. You know, you just come yeah. out in the womb, ready to roll, buddy. Yeah. yeah. And she had such strictness. And she was the one it went after. And... Um, literally uh i called the person they're now apart and i called the person and she's still in the house with no problem so there's a certain frequency now sometimes there is that random this is in this house and we didn't do anything mm -hmm. absolutely but sometimes if you're you know the the i believe that saying cleanliness is next to godliness is not about god it's about keep or your house it's about keeping your energy clean trying mm. to stay upbeat mm -hmm. and it's so funny because you know this move i made to utica i didn't want to do it and it's pretty heavy but some people are like is there something on you and it's like no but i am depressed you know what i mean like i'm in that free kind of uh shake it off i would know if something was here and i have enough woo-woo friends that they'd be like hey thing on yeah. you um but it's you keep your energy up keep yourself protected don't deny your feelings but do your best to be grateful whatever's going on grateful i have another day whatever find something mm -hmm. grateful i didn't murder my neighbor today whatever okay, um, so that's how crazy a positive mindset is about you hear this people because I, I i preach positivity having gratitude and a positive mindset keeps you safe from all of this uh, as well that's incredible yeah. You're just dropping bombs of knowledge left and right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm getting ready to interview a friend of mine at, with Elaine, who um, her sister became possessed very early. And it was something that sort of just came into this life with her. And that's, um, you know, we do have contracts and we do, you know, I think another good thing for people to do every once in a while is lit out loud to just say, I denounce any demons or negative entities that I may have contracts with. I ask God to remove them. Or even I have a friend that every morning when he gets up, he says, I break all the contracts I made in my sleep. 
That's so good. People don't realize, you know, words are spells. You are saying, you are calling to you. I will never say the name of a specific force that um, there was an interaction with. I don't say his name. And I I can, it's sometimes it comes up randomly and I'm like, nope, nope, not going there. Um, So you have to be careful what you say and intent. Intent is so much, but also knowing there is forgiveness. Ask your angels, change your behavior. You know, it's uh, alcohol is called spirits because you've, you're, you're not that you shouldn't drink. I mean, have fun. Well, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> right, I quit, right. Yeah, I quit drinking. I would, but literally, I would. I'm this, you know, <laughs> kindest. But I would rip you a new one. Yeah, like, and would it be one drink? Would it be thirty five? We didn't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you, especially someone's an alcoholic, their aura is all messed up, and things come right in. And just another tip too, like I want to get a tattoo, which some people are like, tattoos are on your spirit. You know, they go through time. They're not just on your body. But I would love, I'm doing all the research. I would love um, the sigil of Archangel Michael right here because mm. this is an entrance point. If you're in a haunted place and you feel something tugging on your hair, it's trying to enter. Yeah. Okay, you don't have permission, but it sounds like everything it, we're going by like free will. Yeah. You know, like you can't, there, you can't buy it. Like free will cannot be violated. It's kind of like the lay, the law of the land. Only reason I wouldn't this is it, this is the all, is because there's always that past life or contract element that we don't know, the the subconscious, which I think is what we're all here trying to do is figure out the subconscious so it doesn't run our life. That's what we're trying to do. And also, you know, we all have blind spots. We have, we have such blind spots. And it's almost like one time, it's why we have this long questionnaire before we you know, start helping or whatever's going on. Uh, We had someone call us that, um, well, she called me and she was, um, she felt like she was being molested in her bed at night, you know, incubus, succubus, right? And so she sends the, the, we send her the questionnaire, she sends it back. And this is another tip. Soon as she sends it back, she starts getting mad at me. And why aren't you here? Why don't you wave your magic wand, whatever you do? And as we read through the questionnaire, here's what we find out. She was molested by her stepfather and she just moved back into the home where that happened. Sounds like a bad move. Well, it also isn't really paranormal. You know, so sometimes when you dig into the details, but it's always interesting because when it's really not something, the person will start to get aggravated or forget to answer the email or there's mm-hmm. always a little... Uh, you want those answers. Answers outside of themselves because they don't want to do the work. Right. Final question that I have for you is just cycling all the way back to the beginning. Do you like scary stuff? Like, because you live in this world, realistically, do you seek it out as entertainment? Not really anymore because images will stay with me. Mm. But um, sometimes, um, not in this house, because I don't want to antagonize. If I'm on the road in a hotel room and I don't feel, I might. um, Or I'll enjoy a good thriller. But the images are getting too gross. But I will say this. I believe still the scariest movie I've ever seen is an old movie and it's with Sally Kirkland and it's called a haunting and it's from the seventies and it is so real. Like that's what happens. That's Mm. what happens. You get something that you, when someone just, they were a very strict Catholic family 
and they just move into this house. Nope, not yeah. not not for me. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone can let me know how that movie is. <laughs> Good luck. I'm gonna watch it. I I wrote it down. I think that's what I'm gonna do tonight. I yes. love some scary the, stuff. The ring and that stuff is big enough or out far enough that I'm like, okay, it's not gonna affect. But that movie to me felt like, bam, they wow. they got it. Ooh, yeah, ooh, I, yeah I, I trust you. So I love good. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> I'm such a weenie when it comes to this. Like, and when it comes to just like wildlife in general, like these are the two things that I'm like, you know what? Everyone, good job. Yeah. I'm like, Let me know how well, it goes. It's good. You know your boundaries. You know what you 110%. want. One hundred and ten percent. And I and I defer to professionals. You know, which mm-hmm. I think that in these times, yeah, I, I only see your business getting bigger and bigger because mm-hmm. common sense is not common and um, people are going to find themselves in some sticky, hairy situations. If you made a mistake, don't be afraid to email me. Or if you're like, I did exactly what you said not to do. No shame. I've made huge mistakes. I thank God for Tommy like every other day. So <laughs> just, you know, if you need help or you might even not, you might just be curious, send me an email. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's awesome. I that's love wonderful. it. You just needed to understand, dear listeners, um, <laughs> what paranormal really is. And like that this isn't maybe the ghost hunter show is cool or whatever, but like it's 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 a serious thing that's actually happening. People work in this field, you know, and it's not something to just play around with lightly, you know. In some cases, ignorance is bliss. It can be fun if you if there's a paranormal team putting together, you can go, but here is my bare minimum. Very simple book to understand, Witches Shield by Christopher Penzak. Second one would be Spirit Allies, if you want to know your spirit guys. Those two books will give you the foundation for, I think I've recommended these books a hundred times. If you are at all an empath and you're having trouble with being around people, Witches Shield, everybody, 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 great book. Amazing. And beyond emailing you when I fuck up, <laughs> where, <laughs> where can people book you? Where do we find you? Where do we follow? My website is karenrontowski.com, which you can go there and get a, do a reading or um, I think my comedy calendar is more posted on Instagram at Rontowski on Instagram at Rontowski on TikTok, um, Facebook. There's no other Rontowski. It's just me. So you can find me when you put in paranormal. Karen is the podcast. And if you want to learn tarot, I have a class or I have a Patreon, which you can do it slower. All fun. Yes. And she's hilarious. I mean, I have oh. so enjoyed, um, you know, creeping on you the past few weeks and <laughs> <laughs> to do my due diligence for this show. So she is hilarious. So do yourself a favor and give her a follow and definitely go see her shows. If you don't do social media, just my email list. I think I send out one email every three months. Like there's almost none. But if there's a, if I have a sale <laughs> or comedy dates, it's all on there. Perfect. Smart. Thank you so much, Karen. Yes, and- thank you. As always, everybody, uh, if you're interested in learning more about the show, you can find our respective info, our collective info on (laughs) (laughs) claraannoyance.com. That's C-L-A-I-R annoyance.com. You know, every every week I'm like, I need to learn how to spell that so I can like do this. I know, that's why I spell it out. (laughs) (laughs) Why did we pick a hard to spell name? (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. (laughs) 